0: Man, I actually just came in from the grocery store and uh Court, my boy our boy Corey. He called he called me. Okay. Wow. He called me and uh he said uh Kobe just passed away. And I said, What? Like (laughs) you know, I said what you talking about. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, what you mean? this is one of the most shocking deaths in US history so when you think about that leading up to it just as a Kobe fan I've been very very disgusted with the media about how they've talked about Kobe
1: what's up welcome to good dudes podcast on hot topics from the black male perspective that's right thoughtful black men have opinions too (laughs) let's go so i got my boy uh jermaine uh he just dialed in so what's up man how you been oh i'm doing good man good good you know this episode is about uh kobe bryant and uh one of the reasons I wanted to reach out to you and have you on this episode, which is actually, man, our first episode. So congratulations, you're the first guest. I got a couple people lined up, but when the Kobe thing went down, I was like, I gotta, I gotta reach out to to Yak and see what yeah. his thoughts are, because <laughs> I know you're a big been a big Kobe fan for a while. And so oh, uh, yeah. the first yeah, so the first thing we do on the on the good dudes podcast is uh is run your resume. So go ahead, I think you you know what that is. So go ahead and run your resume for me, and then we'll get into uh, talking about uh, Kobe.
0: You know, my name is Jermaine. Most of my friends call me Yak. Uh, I'm originally from Youngstown, Ohio. Been up here in Columbus for a while. Single. I got one son named Jeremiah Eleven. You know, I graduated from Ohio State back in 2007 with a Bachelors in business and economics. Um, well known sports fanatic, three <laughs> generations deep in Laker Nation. <laughs> okay. Um, well known debater, you know, even before the Stephen A's and them, um, you know, we've been having these sports and hip hop debates forever. No, no
1: yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, that's why exactly why I wanted to have you on, man. Um, so let's get into it. Um, you know, over the weekend. Uh, got the news that Kobe Bryant had died in a in a helicopter crash and uh the first thing I want to ask you man is like where were you when you heard that news
0: Man I actually just came in from the grocery store and uh court my boy our boy Corey he called he called me Okay wow He called me and uh he said uh Kobe just passed away and I said, what? Like, yeah, you know, man, I said. Man, what you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what you mean? And he's like, yeah, man, he was just in the chopper crash. You know, yeah. so then I'm like, nah, man, it's got to be a rumor. Yeah. you know, fake news, right? <laughs> right, right, exactly. So, uh, yeah, man, then I started looking into it, you
1: know. Yeah. And then found out it was true, right?
0: Because I was yeah. on
1: the, the text message you guys had sent out. I didn't. I actually hadn't seen that before I found out, though. And after I found out, because um, I was actually at a restaurant and and uh, we were about to leave, and, uh, and we had a waiter, a white dude, and uh, which which I'm talking about a white dude is like that. That goes to tell you like how impactful Kobe was just across like race and generations and class and all of that. So this white dude, you know, we we stand up ready to go. And it's funny in the sense that cause my my wife, man, that she when she she was like, she always get like kind of hysterical when there's like kind of something going on and she don't know kind of what how to react. So you know the the waiter was like, uh he was like, he just came out like kind of like kind of crazy with it, like, did you hear Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter crash? And I was like, what? And then my wife heard him say somebody died in the helicopter crash. She didn't see, hear who it was. And she was like, huh? Who? Who? Who died? You know? Yeah. So I've so been lightweight clowning it just because she was like, wow, with it. But um, she, she was like, Kobe Bryant died. And she was like, what? And so she started, you know, kind of going around, like, telling the people that we were, you know, having having lunch with. And uh, and it was like wow, and then and I was just like calm down. She like she like she like didn't you like Kobe? I was like yeah. I was like I'm just trying to at that time like process it. Like like what like how is that like possible? Like you know what I mean. So so for me it was like it was like some craziness, and it was you know people were saying like you it was just like you know when JFK died or you gonna always remember like when 911 happened. Like I remember where I was when I found that out. The, yes. And I think it was like a cultural moment like that where it's like, wow, just because because of the level of, of, of who he was in terms of sports and, and just celebrity, I think, but beyond that, just he was so young, you know, and it was like, Wow, that's craziness, right? On some freak accident and stuff. So so the um but yeah, so how how has it affected you like personally? Have you uh, like in the days since like what kind of what are your thoughts on it
0: uh, f- just like first to be honest, when I first heard it um I was kind of I was almost in a shock I was almost in a disbelief mm-hmm. at first then when I turned on the news and I heard him talking about it To be honest, it was an emotional moment, man. I can't even lie. like It hit me harder than I would expect it to because you realized it, man. I've been following this dude since 1995. 94, maybe. So, when that happened, it's like, you think about how much you've been following this person. Like, it's crazy. Like, you've never, it almost... You you said you shed a tear? uh, Yeah. Be be real. (laughs) Nah, I feel it. It it. hit me because I started to really start to think of the magnitude of that. You... Mm -hmm. You said JFK earlier when you <laughs> when you was talking, and I thought about JFK earlier <laughs> because I I almost think it's bigger than that.
1: Yeah, really? yeah.
0: No, really? I feel it. I I you agree, man. Seen nobody at this age did was that great in whatever that they do, die this type of death without drugs mm. being involved. Yeah. Or uh a some type of gradual decline of behavior where some yeah. crazy type of stuff mm. did happen. Damn,
1: I feel that. Yeah, I hadn't thought about it like that. So, like like you think about like Whitney and Prince and Mike Jack, they all have some like drug issue or something where it was like. You you feel like people was just like, I guess it was expected because they were like on a
0: decline somehow, but right Versus, and both okay. the, all of them was much old, they were much older. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, there mm-hmm. was already stuff going on with Mike, with the he just had a lot of stuff going on. I'm not yeah, gonna yeah. get into all no, yeah. the stuff. <laughs>
1: But we know, he, we know
0: he had a lot of even with the facial dying, the skin dying, and <laughs> yeah, just all of the weirdness with the weird kids, and it just was <laughs> a lot of weird stuff going on. But uh, when it came uh-huh. to Toby, he didn't have that, yeah,
1: that's a good point, man. I hadn't thought about it like that. Um, because uh, yeah, I mean, when you think about like in the past. Um, You know, celebrities, especially celebrities and entertainers and stuff like that is usually if they die young is on some drug stuff. Right. Typically. Um, uh, um, And so, yeah, I think it was I think that was kind of when I had found out about it, I was kind of like, wow, like this crazy. You know, I didn't wild out about it initially. But, you know, um, when I thought about it, because it was like bugging me all day long. I think because of some of the stuff you're saying that this dude was like, like the top of the top in his field. And what I was most excited about kind of seeing uh, for him was the whole entrepreneurship thing. I felt like he was he was trying to carve a lane there because he had raised like a venture capital fund. And I think he was he was starting to invest in entrepreneurs and stuff. And I felt like he was because I know he had a win with that bo- was it body armor
0: water? Right? That body armor Yeah,
1: yeah, that was that yeah. was that was a come-up. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And so that's kind of like when 50 Cent came up, right? And and I felt like he was just at the beginning of like really investing and was gonna be a star in the investment world a little bit. And so that was like the second act where I was like, damn, man, I ain't gonna be able to see kind of what could have came of that. And then also, like you said, just the magnitude of who he was and then how he died. And then um, and then to find out that his, his daughter had died with him. That, I think, was rather, probably the, 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 the straw that broke the camel's back for me. That made me kind of shed a tear because, you know, I got two girls. Really? and Not to say that, you know, if you got a boy or whatever, it's any different. But it was just the nature of, I guess, what they were going to do. As father and daughter, or father and child, he was supporting her. And then, you know, you you go in to to support your daughter, and you got uh, you know other people from the team with you. And then you die some freak helicopter accident. You know what I mean? And it was just like, so it was actually I had taken a moment with my girls and kind of hugged them, and you know, is what everybody been saying, like tell the people you love, you know, you love them because like just in a split second, it could all, it could all change, you know? And I think uh, that's kind of why it hit so many people hard because, you know, again, it was just so many different factors, just the magnitude of who he was, how he died, what he, what he died doing, you know, going to support his daughter and just all of that. And I think people were like, you know, this is, this is crazy, you know? Um, and so I, I, I feel you on that for sure um like i said i hadn't thought about it on that level but i think what you're saying makes makes a lot of sense now um now i was going to say in the past and this is like this is kind of like looking forward now like there's in the past there was always like who better kobe or lebron like do you think now because of how kobe died and and all of that that um like that conversation needs to be dead for a while or forever. I mean, I know you, you probably a Kobe fan. I mean, I don't know, you know, who you would select as like the better player, but like, do you think like conversations like that uh, need to stop
0: or, like in the short term or just period? <laughs> like, no, I, I'm, laughing, like, <laughs> I'm laughing at the question because okay. before you even asked me that question, I was going to kind of go into how all of this coverage is so large and how, like, not sensationalized it is because this is so, man, this is one of the biggest shocking deaths, I believe. Our country's history is very young, man for real it's still very young you, if, if you're yeah. just judging it back from like I'm saying basically from like you know independence until now this is one of the most shocking deaths in US history so when you think about that leading up to it just as a Kobe fan I've been very very disgusted with the media about how they've talked about Kobe it's just been people. Now or no, like in the No, past? not right now. I'm talking about before his death. Just. Okay. D- yeah, there's yeah. just been a lot of, oh, uh, uh, yeah, he's not a top 10 player. He's not, he wasn't a mm. game changing player. All he was was basically a replica of Michael Jordan. So he's not. As great yeah, as good. what they saying, Who saying and then this? you got all of these <laughs> analytics people now that is running all of these numbers and like, yeah. oh, he wasn't an efficient shooter. Is efficient? He was his PER wasn't that high. If you run his numbers now, compare to LeBron's PER and see. You know us, man. We play basketball every day. When he was coming up? <laughs> so we know uh-huh. that. The game ain't about numbers. When Kobe got on the floor, people was defeated before he even took a shot Mm -hmm. a lot of times. (laughs) So I feel like there was so much disrespect in the media before his death. Now they throwing him all these roses now. I'm not saying it's disingenuous, but I feel like they almost need to Offer an apology and retrospect. Because, I mean, I'm not saying LeBron's not great, okay. but there's always been a rush to exalt him over Kobe artificially in my mind. Hmm. Okay. Now,
1: I, I'm going to disagree a little bit on that. I, I do feel what you're saying about how some of the media, but I always, because I'm a LeBron fan, so I always felt like they, they always would go at LeBron like he ain't got that killer instinct like Kobe. You feel me? Because, like, you know, from our generation, the talk is like who's the best in this generation is between Kobe and LeBron. Right. And I always felt like people tried to p- play LeBron like he wasn't Kobe. Like, he, like, you know, always at the end of the game, he would pass rather than shoot. And people be like, man, Kobe would have took that shot. Like, you know, like LeBron, they like was playing LeBron. Like, he didn't have but, a killer instinct.
0: But let me ask you so something about that, that the though, other Maurice, right there. Do you, like, do you agree with the old saying, like, too much is given, much is expected? No, I, so agree. I agree with the that. The thing about that, though, is. When you, the only criticism I say about LeBron and that is a lot of times in the biggest opportunities he uses that out as okay, I'm about to present myself as a teammate instead of putting the game on the line. He since changed a lot, <laughs> but know. when the criticism of him was that, that was the thing. But Kobe has always under had always understood that all right, I have to take this shot, win or lose. That's what's going to happen. That's what the person who is... Nah, nah, that the the, Mamba the supreme mentality. supreme leader of the team is supposed to do that, usually, but LeBron just had a different mm. style of play than Kobe. But my thing about the media though is, you're just jumping on one person's style of play and saying, okay, that's much superior. When... We can both agree that LeBron has had some plush circumstances that Kobe did not have. Okay. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, but no, yeah,
1: that that's probably between the two players, the biggest like difference that people bring up is the mentality more than anything. Like physical skills aside, championships, rings, you know, all of that aside people always, I felt like, because I, I mean, you know, like I said, I'm a LeBron guy, meaning not that I don't think Kobe is great, but I just think, in my opinion, LeBron has surpassed him. And But I always feel like people be like, yeah, but he ain't got that killer instinct because Jordan had the killer instinct and then Kobe had it. You know, that's why they said right. the whole Mamba mentality. And so that's where it was like, you know, I think now that he's gone, Um, not that people didn't respect it before, but I think now, like, people taking that idea of, like, being a killer, like, being on the court or in whatever you decide to pursue as an entrepreneur, as a, you know, as an artist, like, to have that mentality, I think is going to kind of be championed from there on, you feel me? Like, more than it had been in the past. Like, as almost like a tribute to Kobe and and the greatness that he has possessed, you feel me? So I think, you know, You know, always when people die, man, the legacy is always greater than, you know, when that when they were here, you know, because of myth making and stuff like that. And I think, uh, you know, like you said, Kobe's his legacy is going to probably be bigger than uh, it probably would have been if he would have stayed alive. Um, So, I mean, I guess from that perspective, I think a lot of people will use him as inspiration moving forward in different ways, people outside of basketball or people outside of sports, I think more everyday people will look to Kobe as an inspiration, you know, as a father figure, as a a, just a go-getter in general. So I think, you know, in that way, his legacy will will live on. Now, I will say, had you heard what McGrady had said about
0: Kobe wanting to die young when they first kind of came into the league? Yeah, I I did hear him saying that, but I think that I think like you had mentioned earlier, like Kobe, is started to figure out the entrepreneurial stuff, man. Like he just started mm-hmm. to have a president press in a way about him when you was seeing him making an appearance and talking and stuff. I could see him almost becoming. I think he was starting to work his way. Start to start being like an owner of a team. And stuff like that. So I think his mind yeah. state and stuff starts to change probably after he had kids and a family. Um, yeah. Because yeah, I don't think, you know, you know, he had that type of, yeah. you know, thought.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't, you know, I, and I don't hold it against him because, I mean, when he was young, man, that's, that's how I kind of cast thought. Like, you know, it's like ride or die. Like, you know what I mean? And not and to say that you wanted to die young but it was just you was more reckless you know before you had kids or a wife or you know a family and stuff and because that gives you you know that maturity and that responsibility gives you you know a different perspective you know and that's why a lot of times I'd be mad when when they go at these young typically black kids for making bad decisions like like you know they're bad people you know what I mean um, when really it's just like youth, you know, youth and circumstance usually drives a lot of that, and so, uh, so no, I, I I feel you on that 100%. So, um, so what would you say though was uh, is the thing that you're probably gonna miss the most that Kobe is is now gone?
0: Uh, as being a Laker fan, like you know, man, I probably didn't see the majority of all of their games good or bad whether they come on tv or not i find a way to watch them mm-hmm. you know yeah
1: that's that's why i had to i had oh. to have you on because i was like yo you true blue or true purple laker fan from you know what i mean like a lot uh, of bandwagoners uh, now but i wanted to really get the opinion of somebody who really followed the whole right legacy of the lakers and
0: then you, kobe's party you, you yeah so ahead. I mean, this is even more devastating because you know, man, you didn't know me basically since I was a baby. So you know I was the Lakers in the Magic games. Uh, and you remember I was devastated when yeah, Magic yeah. came out with the that- house. <laughs> <laughs> I shed tears uh, about that. I yeah, mean, I yeah. probably was only about 10 years old or I'll so, but I shed tears about uh, that. I was I was sick about that, but Still, once he started to live on and stuff like that, you could still see him around the team. Even during the years when the team was bad, when you seen Magic, just as a Laker fan, it's kind of like, oh, okay, Magic is still around, though. Same thing with Kobe. When -hmm. the Lakers Mm -hmm. was, even now, see, once LeBron came, it's still when you seen Kobe on the sidelines with his daughter, you know, it's just (laughs) something about seeing that presence and like I said, you start to get nostalgic and think about, you know, the things he done on the court. And now you just know when you see the Lakers, you're not going to be able to see that no more. You know. No,
1: I feel like, yeah, you're right, man. It's a, it's, it's a sad situation all around. You know, for me, uh, you know, like I said, I was, a, I was a Kobe fan just from a respect standpoint. You know, and just what, you know, anybody that kind of becomes the top and they feel you got to respect it, whether you, you know, regardless of all the debates and all of that. And so but like I said, for me, I really was respecting what he was doing in entrepreneurship and trying to, you know, and then what he was doing to bring his girl up, you know, his daughter up in the basketball. I heard she was, you know, going to be a great one, too. And it's kind of see all of that promise kind of not fulfilled uh, Mm -hmm. from him for his second act but then also for his daughter too was uh definitely a sad thing man and um, like i said and like you were saying man from from a cultural standpoint i think this this tragedy is going to hit hard like when when people look back and uh, and and i think it's because of some of the things you were saying man the dude was in his prime on many levels um and then just for some freak accident like that to to take his life um, and then all of the people that were on the helicopter yeah. with him as well. I think is uh, you know, it's gonna make people um hopefully, you know, because 'cause I've been seeing a lot of good things come of it, you know, in terms of people. But you know how everything is, man. people ride away for a little bit, then they die out, and then it's back to business as usual, you know. So um, but we'll see, man, if if, you know, kinda his life kinda take on a different meaning to a lot of people, which I think it will. Um because uh, he definitely was a great one in many ways. So, um, any last words, man, you want to say about it before we uh, call well,
0: the Well, I just think that uh, you know, as you see more people come out and talk about it, like, there's something to how stuff hit when, like, people that have magnitude talk about it. So, even like how you was talking about mm-hmm. McGrady, and you seen Jerry West, Shaq, uh, yeah, Shaq, AI, Shaq, yeah. just people, other people that you notice already titans when you see them mm-hmm. broken about. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, you're right. That kind of break you even more. So you already know how this week it this week is going to play out when you know it's the memorial and all the funerals and stuff like that you know that uh you know there's still a lot of uh reflection and stuff like that to come so it's it's still going to be yeah, still a heaviness yeah. to it so it's going to take a while uh for people to uh try to get over this one no, I, I feel
1: you, man. I agree 100%, man. Um, yeah, I think that'll – the funeral or the celebration or whatever you want to call it that's going to happen, I think we'll, we'll kind of bring bring it to, like, a, some closure here in the near term. But, but as we go on, you know, hopefully, you know, people will uh, – I think kind of what you were saying, man, I think that that's kind of why a lot of people who maybe haven't followed sports were intrigued as well because of what you said. Like, I like how you – characterized the other Titans who were like, you know, you've seen the humanity in them and the sadness that they had, <clears throat> excuse me, sadness that they had, you know, over the loss. And that kind of almost amplifies it, right? Because you you see that these these other people who you respect and admire in many ways also respected and admired him and, and, and felt a sense of loss, a great sense of loss, you know, so... Um, but yeah man I I appreciate you man for for being on the the first ever good dudes podcast you a good dude right and I haven't I haven't explained to the to the listeners kind of where the good dude came from it's kind of two sided you know because you know we we said it almost like an insult like you a good dude and yeah, we're like nah, no no yeah, dude like you know but you know I think it's funny cuz now that we're older I think it it kind of, you know, has that other side of it, like, yeah, you're a good dude. Yeah, you know what I mean? I mean so, yeah. so it has that both, both <laughs> connotations, man. But um, so, so, yeah, that's where it came from. Uh, but I appreciate you, man. Um, gave me some good insights, man, as always. Um, I love you. You know that, this this like I said, you like my little brother. For the listeners, if they don't know. And anytime, man, you want to come on and talk about something, just let me know, man. Yeah, definitely, I'm make man. It happen. You know i
0: have to get back on here with you, man.
1: Yeah, Yep. Yep. absolutely. And I think I, I may pull in like because you can do several, several people at a time. We're going to have to have some kind of um either we get together in person and record or or like, you know, when the crew get together and talk about some good topics, man, it can get it can get hilarious.
0: So. <laughs> but, uh yeah, I appreciate you, man. Yeah, and thanks. for Thank being you.